Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Genesis. Now, uh, last time we read Genesis chapter 16, where Hagar had Ishmael, Abram's son. And at the end of that, um, let's see, these two verses here. So Hagar gave birth to Abram's son, and Abram named his son to whom Hagar gave birth, Ishmael. And Abram was 86 years old when Hagar gave birth to Ishmael. So, now we're ready to read Genesis chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old. Now, hold on a second. This is 99 years old. Now, notice this. Abram was 86 when Ishmael was born. Okay, so now we're 13 years later. Okay, 99. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk habitually before me with integrity, knowing that you are always in my presence, and be blameless and complete in obedience to me. I will establish my covenant, everlasting promise between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly through your descendants. Then Abram fell on his face in worship, and God spoke with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and as a result you shall be the father of many nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham, father of a multitude. For I will make you the father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be God to you and to your descendants after you. I will give to you and your and to your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, moving from place to place, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession of property, and I will be their God. Further, God said to Abraham, As for you, your part of the agreement, you shall keep and faithfully obey the terms of my covenant, you and your descendants, after you throughout their generations. This is the sign of my covenant, which you shall keep and faithfully obey between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. And you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be the sign, symbol or memorial, of the covenant between me and you. Every male among you who is eight days old shall be circumcised throughout your generations, including a servant, whether born in the house or one who is purchased with your money from any foreigner who is not of your descendants, A servant who is born in your house or one who is purchased with your money must be circumcised. And the sign of my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, which that means my princess in parentheses here, but her name will be Sarah, which just means princess. And I think the denotion here is that 
instead of just being like my princess, she will be like the princess, princess of like the world or nation. I will bless her, and indeed, I will also give you a son by her. Yes, I will bless her, and she shall, she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, O oh, that Ishmael, my firstborn, might live before you. But God said, No, Sarah your wife shall bear you a son indeed, and you shall name him Isaac. Which they have in parentheses here is laughter. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard and listened to you. Behold, I will bless him and will make him fruitful and will greatly multiply him through his descendants. He will be the father of dis oh sorry. <laughs> he will be the father of twelve princes, chieftains, sheiks, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant, my promise, my solemn pledge I will establish with Isaac, who Sarah will bear to you at this time next year. And God finished speaking with him and went up from Abraham. Then Abraham took Ishmael his son and all the servants who were born in his house and all who were purchased with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's household, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin the very same day as God had told, had said to him. So Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised, and Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised. On the very same day Abraham was circumcised as well as Ishmael, his son, all the men, servants of his household, both those born in the house and those purchased with money from a foreigner, were circumcised along with him as the sign of God's covenant with Abraham. Now if we go back here, that's the, that is the end of the chapter. If we go back here and we notice that Abraham... I mean, well, at this point, God is calling him Abraham. So from here forward, I'm going to try to, to go with Abraham, okay? But um, he's 99 years old. It's been 13 years. Now, I will say this for them. As far as Abraham and Sarah go, it's been 13 years. For people, for us, that seems like a long time to be waiting for this promise to come about. But notice there's no more. They've not created more children. They've not created, they learned their lesson. They've not gotten into more trouble in that sense. And God is reminding Abraham here, walk habitually in integrity with me. Be blameless before me. You know, I will establish my covenant with you and I will bless you and your descendants. Now, you know, Abraham has a couple of reactions here. He, he falls on his face in, in worship to God. And God says that he will be, you know, a father of many nations. 
and that throughout, you know, the generations, his descendants, you know, will be, they will have this covenant with God and he will bless them. And he says, you know, God says that, you know, you shall be circumcised. So this came from God. Circumcision came from God. Now, I have my own personal thought about this. This is all this is. This is just an I think or it's just something to maybe think about. I believe quite possibly the reason that he chose what he did, what God chose, is it would be a reminder to us, a, a very personal and even private reminder, that we are different. And that we would see that for men, we would see that circumcision every day all the time. Now, that's lost a lot of that meaning to us nowadays, even as Christians. Uh, we're not even required to do that. But back then, that would have been a, a, a reminder. I mean, we we see that several times a day because we have things we have to do. And uh, that would be a reminder that we are different and that we are gods and that, you know, that's what it should be. And I think that was the intent. It would be, be kind of a private but but pretty consistent reminder that we would be God's people and that we should be following God. So, just, just something to think about. That's just my thought. Just a, It was just a thought I had that that kind of makes a kind of sense in a way. Now, in other ways, I still say, you know, it seems odd, um, but in the sense that it would be a constant vis visible reminder, but yet still be kind of private. I, I kind of get it in a way, I think. But, um, but then you'll notice now Abraham, you know, because he's talking, you know, God is talking about, you know, blessing Sarah and that she will be a mother of nations. You know, and here she is. She's never had a child. And Abraham is, on, is, is laughing. And he's like, you know, shall a child be born to me? I'm a hundred years old, and and she's like ninety, you know, and uh, you know, and he says, I, I wish, you know, I wish that it could just be Ishmael, because that's the son that they already have, you know, and and yeah, technically not Sarah's though. See, and that's the thing. But God said, no, Ishmael will not will not be that. Indeed, he will bless him. But now you're going to have a son through Sarah and you're going to call him laughter. And I think that's because this laughter, I don't think this was a laughter as in derision or as in extreme disbelief. Not that there couldn't have been maybe some oddity to it or something, but I think this was a laughter of, of uh, kind of a a joy, and you know, Abraham knew that God could do this. But he just thought it was incredulous that God would want him at this age, him and her at this age, to have a son. I think his laughter here is just that, not in derision or not in a super negative way, but just that, really, you want us to have a child now at this age? You know, it seems kind of, it seems kind of, you know, 
it's not norm, not the norm. It doesn't seem uh, like this would be a good idea. But, you know, but Abraham, you'll notice nowhere does Abraham say it's not going to happen. He's just like, uh, is this, you know, he's almost like he's saying, is this really a good idea? But then again, this is coming from God, and Abraham is going to follow God. So, uh, but he's just saying, you know, hey, we're, we're pretty old for this, aren't we? But, but he's not saying it's not going to happen. And he's saying, I wish Ishmael could, you know, could be the one. But God is like, no, he can't be. You know, he will be blessed in his own way, but he can't be. Isaac must come from Abraham and Sarah. And Isaac will be the one that his descendants will be blessed through. So, but it, it is interesting to see that, to see that. And then Abraham, now, another reason we know that Abraham's not being derisive or, or taking the wrong attitude is that you'll notice the same day Abraham takes Ishmael, his son, and all the servants, and he gets it done. Now, he's 99, and he's getting this done. And I can't imagine cutting myself or having someone cut myself like that as an adult. It was done when I was a wee child, and I do not remember it, and that's probably for the best. <laughs> you notice God said to do it on the eighth day. And and there is also proof that on the eighth day, uh, the, the male children, and maybe all children, but especially male ch- children, have this have this big buildup of, uh, of necessary, uh, what would be the right word, of necessary, um, uh, not just hormones, but protections and antibodies and things. You have this big buildup that protects you from a lot of issues so that that's a very good time to, to perform something like that even though even though it's kind of a minor thing you got to remember this is a child this is a baby and uh, eight days is very young but nonetheless um, so here we have Abraham believing and laughing and notice Isaac will be called Isaac which is you know stands for laughter um, but it, it's more of a laughter of, of joy and, and surprise, maybe, or incredulity, or, you know, um, incred, incredulity. I can't say that. But anyway, it's more like he's surprised. And it's a happy surprise, but at the same time, he's like, but I'm kind of old. You know, God, I'm kind of old for this, ain't I? But nonetheless, God obviously said, no, you're not too old. We're, we're moving on. So that is Genesis chapter 17. That's just something to think about. Um, here, this is 13 years later. They still had not had the promised son. But now, see, I think, I think God was working with them and growing them, you know, into maturity, uh, to be wise and to, and to follow Him. I think that's part of what we're seeing here. Is the, needed time for growth and spiritual maturity because you notice the mistakes they were making in times past but here even though Abraham laughs and he says really I'm a hundred years old now is when we're going to have this son and you know (laughs) and you know it's a fair question but he didn't doubt that it would happen he's just saying really now is the time is this really a good time and 
But but in the end, you notice he goes, okay, I, I'm with you, God. I'm going to take, we're going to go do this and get it done right now. And that's what he does. So it's not in any way like he was being unfaithful or unbelieving. It's just the timing. He was a bit surprised. and But, you know, still, I'm sure him and Sarah, as we're going to see, would be very would be very happy to have Isaac. So that is Genesis chapter 17. Again, I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you. And remember, God loves you.